Governor Chris Sinan, who joins us live. Good morning, New Hampshire, on the Pulse of an H. Governor. Good morning, Jack. How are you? Good. Pretty special day for you as a dad, huh? Uh, yeah. I mean, without a doubt. You know, we are uh, traditionally have not been a military family. He's really the first uh, to kind of just say, look, I'm going to enlist. I mean, it was it was all his call. He could have gone to college and had some awesome, awesome options there, but he just wanted to serve. And so he enlisted. And if I remember the conversation, he wanted, uh, he said, who's the toughest? <laughs> and I said, well, I said, I love them all. All the branches are terrific. But, you know, I, I think it, 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 without a doubt, the Marines are, are pretty tough. And he said, that's where I'm going. So we're, he'll graduate on Friday. And then he has a couple, a couple weeks of leave uh, that he gets to come home with us, which is pretty exciting. And then um, he's off for, you know, more training and shipping off to, to whatever, wherever else they tell him to go next. And in this world, we don't know. Speaking of that, let's go to you were just in Texas now with Governor Abbott of Texas looking at the southern border. One of your comments I want you to elaborate was it's really a 50-state problem. Let's not get into the politics of the current border bill. But let's talk about the border. How bad is it, Governor? How real is this problem? We talk about the fentanyl overdose, people coming across. I had stats from uh, Monday and yesterday's show from ICE on how many illegal migrants who were criminals with criminal records they arrested last year in America. This is pretty serious stuff. It really is, and, and the problem is so bad that it, it almost needs very little explanation to the general public. Um, everyone knows, right? It, it's really out there. Families are feeling it, not because the politicians are telling them, because they're seeing the fentanyl, they're seeing the access to this stuff. You know, they see the, the human trafficking, the sex trafficking that's going on. The, you know, not just tens of thousands or hundreds of thousands, but now millions of illegals just swarming over the border, all because of bad policy. So um, they, they see it, they feel it. Uh, uh, you're seeing it in the cities, right? If you go into the, to the cities, whether you're Republican or Democrat, you can see what's happening with the housing crisis and the homelessness crisis, um, the burden on, on a lot of these, these systems. So um, when we polled folks coming out of the First Nation primary, what's the number one issue um, that you're, you're voting on? It's, it's the border. It's the border. I mean, that's never happened before. So it's serious. It is a 50-state uh, issue. Um, you know, the main reason, uh, there's a couple reasons to go down there. First, Governor Abbott, boy, he and his team are incredibly impressive. They have been living and breathing this for years. Um, they know exactly what's going on. They exa- know exactly what you have to do to push back on it. And by them simply just uh, following the, the federal laws, right, they're just kind of walking hand in step in the federal laws that are right now not being followed. Um, they've been able to have real results. At Eagle Pass, thousands a day have come down to, I think, the average three people a day or something illegally crossing over there. So they've, they can, they've shown that you can have huge results. This idea that Biden, I have no ability to do any. Nobody buys that. Nobody buys that at all. So uh, Americans are, are seeing it. They're feeling it. Um, right. You know, we're doing our small part on the northern border. And, and you know, hats off to Senators uh, Hassan and Shaheen. They came out and said, yeah, we need more security, even at the northern border. But this is a 50-state issue. We're trying to show some solidarity with, uh, with Governor Abbott. Uh, so, board, so Biden knows it isn't just a Biden versus Abbott, Biden versus Texas issue. It is all 50 states that they're really hurting with their policy. Governor Kristen and alive. But every time Governor Abbott has done something in the last couple of years, whether it's at the Rio Grande or at Eagle Pass, the Biden administration and the Department of Justice threaten to sue him or sue him to stop. And yet the Biden administration now say they want to get tougher on the border going into an election year with this border bill. Can you break down a little bit of hypocrisy there? Well, it's complete hypocrisy. It's just it's, it's horrible policy, right? So they basically had their policy was completely driven on a political agenda, not on best results. And for the first couple of years, they kind of got away with it until the results, you know, the, the horses got out of the barn, so to say, and the results got so bad, they don't know what to do. So instead of saying, gee, let's pivot, let's have a stronger policy, they go, oh, boy, yeah, it's Congress's fault. It's just, it's just pointing fingers. So it's not just it's beyond a dereliction of duty. 
it's complete incompetence, and it's embarrassing when, again, you when you're called to something and you, you didn't get a, a, a result. You know, say, look, we're going to shift, we're going to pivot, we're going to do this, we're going to get some, we're going to take action. That's not even what they're doing. They're just kind of doing the the finger pointing thing. This is why Joe Biden can now lose to pretty much any Republican that that's out there. I mean, I didn't think that was possible. A lot of us didn't think that was going to be right. possible just a couple of years ago. But he he could and he likely will be strictly because of this issue. You saw what happened in New York, right? The illegals that, you know, beat that cop, I mean, and then, you know, gave the finger to the press and said, by the way, you know where we're going after we we not even held with $1 a bail? We're going to California because that's a sanctuary state, and we're going to be protected there. Good luck finding it. So if you have folks just kind of thwarting the system, it's everyone understands it. And and Biden's, you know, I mean, God bless him. He's an older guy. He can barely get off the stage without somebody's holding his hand. Never mind, you know, get into the weeds on what can be complex uh, border policy. This border bill, uh, $118 billion, includes some aid to Ukraine and Israel. Uh, Senator Shaheen indicated support for it. The congressional delegation from New Hampshire federally did. Do you think it's a good bill? Should it pass or not? It looks like it's not going to, but do you think it's a good bill or not? Would you vote for it or not? It's not a good bill. It has some good provisions in there, but it's not a good bill. Uh, So my hope is this, like we do in New Hampshire, right? If a bill comes out of one, like the Senate or the House, and you don't like it, the other body has the opportunity to amend it and fix it. And that's exactly what I'm hoping the Republicans in the House do. They shouldn't just ignore it. They should try to an amendment, try to fix it. I mean, there's a provision. We just saw the provisions in the details like two days ago. I saw something in there that said, by the way, Texas can no longer sue the federal government in, in the, the, the Fifth Circuit, you know, down in the, the Texas federal courts. You have to do it back in Washington. So to have a piece of federal legislation telling states, you know, picking and choosing the courts of which the states can and can't sue, you know, little things like that actually really, really matter. And what it says is we're taking all your, your policy um, uh, flexibility out of the state's hands, right? right. And, and so, obviously, it's, there's a lot of really bad stuff in there. Um, it, it, I, I like the funding. I like the fact that, that you know, theoretically, they can, they can allow some provisions to, to stop some people coming over the border, but it's got to be fixed. There's no doubt about that. Governor Christina, before I let you go, um, you, you know, you were uh, all in on Nikki Haley in New Hampshire, worked hard, and uh, certainly she climbed. It became made it a two-person race in New Hampshire. Her donors and supporters want her to hang in there. Uh, D- Donald Trump looks like he's tough to beat in the Republican primary nomination process in terms of, you know, the neck the caucuses in Nevada, and then the big, the big in a few weeks is South Carolina, where Nikki Haley's from. Nikki Haley had said she doesn't need to win there. She needs a good showing to continue um and do better than new hampshire uh, but some polls suggest she may not even do better than new hampshire in terms of the margin for trump victory she, if she doesn't do well in her home state do you think she should hang in this thing till super tuesday or not yeah definitely so i look i think uh, i will say this i believe the campaign has the right strategy they're not just looking at south carolina south carolina michigan the 16 super tuesday states they're raising money to be viable in all 18 of those states and that's that's the right approach because they kind of come back to back to back um, you know, we've had this kind of big gap between New Hampshire and South Carolina. So I think she's going to obviously do very well in her home state. But either way, I, I, I believe she can, should, and, and will stay um, to uh, through Super Tuesday. And that's really where you get to the point where you have to start. That's where you have to start having some wins. So, no, look, beating an incumbent president is, is tough, to be sure, but he is beatable. It's the right thing for the party. And if anything we're seeing in D.C., it's you got to get stuff done. You have to have a leadership that knows how to get stuff done. We never got health care reform done. We never got the fiscal discipline that we thought we were going to get. We never actually built the wall like we thought we were going to. Um, so there's just too many things there that former President Trump, while okay on policy, just didn't get done. So, so, you know, what's the point of backing somebody? Nikki has a lot of those same policies, those, those strong conservative credentials, but has a record and the ability to work 
to, to make sure that at the end of the day, we're securing the border, we're managing our debt, you know, we're bringing health care reform, we're doing all these things, we're becoming energy independent again. Um, so that's, that's why, I, I, again, I, I think every day that she's out there, she gets stronger and stronger, and I feel very optimistic about these 18 states coming up. Governor Christian, good luck with the uh, ceremony at Paris Island at the, uh, at the United States Marines down in South Carolina for your son and other Marines that he'll be uh, serving with. Thank you. Good morning, Hampshire, the Pulse of an H. Great. Thank you, Jack. Appreciate it.